Welcome today to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my favorite Inya Loda, Jordan. Yeah. And today is a bittersweet moment as we finish off our first actual... Is this the first TV show? No, 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 it's not. The first one was probably... Wheel of Time that we Wheel of Time took yeah. to the. I mean, we took it to where it could go, and that was all we could do. Yeah, and then House of Dragon in between the Expanse episodes. But yes, this is the first. I say long, you know, more than one season TV show that we're covering on this show. Uh, it's as I've said over and over again. It's my favorite sci-fi show of all time. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Depending on the mood I'm in, it is my favorite TV show of all time. And yes, <laughs> today we are finishing it off, uh, and I am sad because, and I, I'm, I don't know about you, Jordan, or anyone else listening, but whenever I get really attached to a show, when it ends, I feel a sense of like loss, dread almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what do I do now? Exactly, and then you're, and then you're thinking, well, you know. I, I want to watch another show, but can it compare? And then yeah. you're like, oh, shucks. And you know what's funny is, and this is, it, it was a complete coincidence. It was not my intention. Today, three days ago, was the one-year anniversary of the finale of The Expanse. Was the it really? La- yes. The last episode came out January 13th, 2022. I did not know that. Yeah. So again, I did not plan this, but we've essentially finished <laughs> the entire series, all calculated, baby, on the <laughs> one year anniversary of the finale of the show. Um, Good job, brother. Good job. But there is, yeah, thank you. Uh, there is something that I think you wanted to say, so I'm just going to go ahead and let you. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I would have to say, watching this show. Mm-hmm. It's 100% worth a watch. Okay. 100%. Now, is it but... <laughs> is it the, the best show that I've ever watched sci-fi-wise? I'm going to have to oh, say... you better watch yourself, boy. Go I'm on. just I'm just torn because I grew up on... I mean, shoot, dude, I grew up on Star Wars. Like, that was my whole... That was my whole persona. Like, I love Star Wars. Like, not persona, but that was, like, the whole... Um, that was everything I knew about sci-fi. So, really, this is my first real TV show watching all the way through with sci for sci-fi, like a sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. So, so I have to say, okay, so just, what? Just for now, okay. until I get a better repertoire or I get a better pool of um, sci-fi shows under my belt, whether we cover another sci-fi or we move into something more fantasy as a tv show right. i'll have better to compare it to because if i say what's my top five well i only have star wars and expanse so say we cover three more well then i could put expand like okay expanse is second star wars is first because it's what i grew up on sure so okay you know so it's funny you say that because as an individual i do like the star wars franchise more than the expanse but that's not saying much for me because Star Wars is my favorite franchise, period. Um, but are you when you say TV shows, are you referring to Clone Wars? But because I don't think you've seen Clone Wars, right? I started watching Clone Wars. I am five episodes in, but like as my time mandates it right now, unless mm-hmm. I'm watching it for the 
podcast, the TV that I watched is determined by AKA baby and miss Rachel. <laughs> sure. So sure. Sure. So, like, so let me ask you this then. I understand that you like star Wars better and I don't disagree with you because I do like star Wars better, but do you think, but what, which, which sci-fi TV show is the best for you right now? I understand that like your pool is not deep. My pool is not that deep either uh, for what it's worth, but sci-fi TV shows. I, I don't know. I mean, help me out here. Name a few TV shows, sci-fi TV so, shows that I would have um, seen. Orville, Star Trek. I don't know if you watch any of the older ones. For me, more star, sci-fi. Uh, the Army of the Twelve Monkeys. Oh, Twelve Monkeys is the name of the show. Dark. Um, there's a couple others on Netflix. Uh, Altered Carbon. No, um, I, I haven't <clears> seen any. Yeah, so, so besides a lot of the sci-fi it. shows that have become more popularized these days are more like dystopian sci-fi futures where it's either like time travel or or it's like kind of sci-fi-y but not really like space sci-fi. There's not a lot of space sci-fi. I guess I'll put it that way. There's not a lot of space sci-fi. And that um, and that I mean that that doesn't help at all cuz then I don't have much to compare it to. Yeah, I, and I agree. But I think I'm still like okay. So would you say that the end was though? I'm. I guess I'm trying to figure out why you're saying this now. Are you saying this now because you feel like the end was a little bit of a letdown for you? Um, it was more so the fact that there's more to the story that we're not going to get. Okay. Um, that is fair. That's hundred percent fair. Um, and oh man. Okay, so let's just say, hypothetically speaking, a week from now, they come on and say, yep, we are continuing the show or we're making movies. Would the, would you feel like y- your enjoyment just got better just based off that news? I mean, I would feel like I'd be, I'd be more excited to okay. see the rest of the show or what they've come up with. Now, if they, could do, if they did spinoffs, <laughs> I'd be cool with that too. Um, I just feel like, at the end, we didn't see the characters really part ways. Oh, were you expecting like a proper like? Okay, when you say part way, I'm just trying to f- figure out uh, the. Why depth I don't of say your... it's the most amazing thing in the world. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. trying to figure out like the part ways part. Like, are you hoping for like an office send off where like all the characters kind of go separate ways? No, nah, maybe even. But again, we still have more to the story, so that's why I feel a little let down. Okay. And okay, but besides so that, besides that, the show was amazing. I I hundred percent agree with you on that because the proto molecule not really getting a proper conclusion mm-hmm. is kind of frustrating for me, and this is why I I'm hoping that maybe we might if they don't ever or, may, or if not in a foreseeable future, uh, that maybe we us to hit up the books because I think we could tear through the books. The books are not that big. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that, um, they're really not that big. I looked them up online. Yeah. And especially since we've read or sorry, seen the TV show, I don't know how we do the books. Maybe we'll make, make it spoiler free from the show, or maybe we'll keep one section of an episode spoiler free from the show. Then the next section filled with spoilers from the show and then go from there. Um, but, yeah, I'd be totally down to just eventually hit up the books because yeah. I, I I agree with you. I yeah. I very me and my wife were like, man, this this is a great ending, but like like how you said, I'm 
I need to know what happens with the proto molecule. Yeah, I, like, I mean, do- I, I want to know. Like, I want to know because there's, there's, uh, or I'm gonna say it. There's still something out there floating that the audience has no freaking idea what's going on with it. With it, I agree. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, I think <sighs> it's funny you say that because I remember the frustration I felt because it was a very, it was like a bitter, a bittersweet. I think yeah. is the perfect word to describe this. Because it's it's very sweet. Because my God, the the just, uh, final six episodes were just an absolute sprint to the end. But at the same time, it was also like, my God, we didn't get a the, a proper just conclusion, a proper explanation about what happened uh, with with the protomolecule. Because what do they do? Do they just destroy the ring worlds and then like, all right, well, we don't have access to the ring worlds again. Now let's go back to killing each other. Or is it, do they figure something out and now they have access to these 1300 or however many ring worlds there are. And like, basically, I mean, they're not unlimited resources, right? But I mean, they, for the next few centuries, they <clears throat> might as well damn well be right. Like, right. Right. Cause if you have access to that many, yeah, because the human time jumps <laughs> right the human the human um population yeah it's gonna expand but it's not gonna expand it it's it's gonna take probably a couple of centuries before it fully populates all those worlds and those are all systems mind you right mm-hmm. and right like our system the earth system has earth mars and the belt the mars of which which yeah granted they stopped terraforming but with all those planets, it's not. It, there's all of them have at least one habitable. Ha, uh, every system has at least one habitable planet, right? Right. So that doesn't necessarily mean that there could be more than one. First of all, yep. second of all, there could be uh, those moons, right? Because we've colonized Luna in expanse. Right. So, so there's so, moons. There's planets. There's solar system. I mean, there and then each it's impossible. To even know. planets that are closely habitable, we could just terraform those the way that we did Mars. So I mean, the the possibilities are damn near endless as far as yeah. And honestly, me as someone who's sitting here in 2023, um, I I kind of like salivating at the idea of just this being a reality. <clears throat> Right. As sucky and, as the expanse world is, and it is kind of dark, but it is yeah. very real. Like, I, I think it's very comparable to what we have today. It, it's a beautiful world. There's a lot of endless possibilities. There's a lot of darkness in it for sure. There's a lot of war. There's a lot of killing. But you know what? Th- that's the case with today's world, too. So, we're just not going to escape it. You can't escape it. Yeah. This is, this is human nature. This is just who we are. We, we got beauty in us, and we got kind of. Really messed up. Nastiness, yes. Yeah, so I think, like, living in that world just sounds so... Man, I'd love it. I... Yep. And, you know, the the bad thing is is that we might see some of that towards the end of our lifetime. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it, we, at least we get to see it in the TV show, yeah? Yeah, I agree. And that's why I really want to see the finale of this all, because I really want the show to end. And, I, and while I do like... I'm I'm okay with not happy endings. I don't know about you, but I'm yeah, personally yeah. okay with not happy endings. As long but as the story this one, fits it, yes, you know? I agree. But I think this one, I want a happy ending in the sense that I just want humanity to still have access to those ring worlds. Yes, because yes. that because could you imagine how depressing it would be for the the population? 
of the expanse to get access to 1300 i keep saying 1300 but i think it i don't know if it was around that much but however many all those hundreds of systems and then not and then just get that taken away from them and that 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 that's the problem that is that would be dude that would be devastating like to the morale of the people that would be devastating because you just pretty much cut off an unlimited amount of resource yeah which meaning that overpopulation couldn't be a thing because you just send the population that needs to be sent to these different ring worlds and then you need to work out um how that works right because you can i can already and i'm sure you do too you can already kind of see the that there's a chance that we're gonna some of those uh colonies are going to end up requesting independence right because mm-hmm. th- i mean that's just that's just a nature of things right you want yeah you want the people on your direct land to be one sovereign people yes uh the british when they colonize america is the same thing it's like you can't tell us what to do from across the ocean like right. communication takes too long and it takes hours I think, or is it hours or minutes to get communication from Earth to just Medina Station? So then another bit. So it's it doesn't. I There's I could easily see. It. Yeah, I could easily see some of those colonies saying, you know what, we don't want to be part of the UN or Earth or Belt anymore. We are our own people. Right. Um, it's like it's like this this idea that you can't be under the one rule and be sovereign at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it all depends on who's ruling at the time. You know, if Space Queen's ruling, you might get a good outcome. If Marco Naros <laughs> is ruling, you probably Maybe blow not. everything up. So, okay, so let's talk about Marco Naros, right? Marco, I think uh, we talked about this last time for the last session. Marco really did display that he he's not a good, like he's not in it for the good of the Belters. He's in it for himself. Yes, and uh, we've established that. It really, it, it was established early on. It was established early on, but I think this season really drove home the point, and it was... Um, Especially the last three episodes. Yeah. Uh, that one woman, I forget her name, but she was the, like, basically the vice captain, the vice admiral, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, uh, like uh, promotes her. Yeah, and she's, like, becomes, like, what is it? She's going to become the governor of Medina Station. And yeah. She dies, right? She dies yep. in the final battle. Roasted. Um, so that was like she was okay. I I wanna step aside and talk about her for a second. What'd you think of her character? I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't think much of the character. Really? I just thought of her as another subordinate that was fervorous for his cause. Interesting. Okay. I mean I I'm curious to see your thoughts on your rewatch well i mean and i'm not i'm not discrediting you because i actually thought the exact same thing until i rewatched it i mean yeah that's a tough one because i again i didn't think much of her so i didn't pay attention to her because i'm paying attention to the main characters you know what i mean yeah yeah no i agree with you um but man i (laughs) he she, for me, in my current uh, watch through, she didn't seem as much of a fanatical follower of Marco, more so as an opportunist herself. 
taking the opportunity. Yeah, to, she uh, like because was there anyone else in Marco's entire fleet that would contradict him? I mean, no. Sin, well, sin I mean, did. Sin, yeah, yeah te- sin technically did. sin did. But I mean, whether she contradicted him or not, she was in a terrible spot. Yeah, because he, he could just kill her right away. So he, she pretty she, much had. To but do. she she was good with her tongue, dude. She knew what to say and how to say it, and she knew how to push all the right buttons, all that. I she was if Marco was manipulating the belt, I felt like she wasn't necessarily manipulating him, but she was finding openings where she could kind of remain safe, and she was very smart about it. Agreed. I'll agree with that point for sure. She was um. She was extremely smart about placing herself in the right position yeah. to, to further her own advances. It, it sucks for her that Marco... I mean, she was... And okay, another thing too. She was right about every one of her advice that she gave Marco. She told Marco not to engage at Asanate, and he didn't listen to her. And he got what's called two ships destroyed and the Pella like kind of crippled for a bit. He pretty much got wrecked. Yeah. Rasenate coming up big. Um, Which is crazy because, like, that one ship has secured the entire, like, yeah, that, galaxy. Rasenate is awesome. I love that ship. Legitimate salvage. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, I I loved how she just kind <clears> of, <throat> and she wasn't, it was weird because she wasn't just evil, right? She Like, Marco is just evil. Sure, he made somewhat of a point and he was inevitable based off of how earth and mars were treating the belt but she wasn't really i wouldn't say evil right like okay well it's like oh well you you know she she was part of the regime that threw the rocks at the earth killing millions of people yeah yeah i'm not saying she was good but she's not that mustache twirling villain villain at all she (laughs) um like she was very realistic, I think. And I could definitely see a character like her existing. Marco Naro seems a little greater than life. She seems like I, I could probably go into the modern military of any military and find some... Somebody like Some leech-sucking version, kind of like her, yeah. Which is terrible, but... She's anyway. like, <laughs> she is like a smarter Starscream from Transformers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you like Starscream? I Starscream was my favorite character, only because he's a jet, and also his name was cool. Oh, who was the helicopter? The swords. He's like the samurai. Yeah, yeah. They've they have a lot of um, different versions of the Transformers uh, cartoons and whatnot, and I really want Hmm. to watch like some of the newer ones. But, anyways, (laughs) and you know, I, I think. Bobby was telling Avasarala, I mean, in this ep- in these episodes, I could, speaking of female cast, do uh, you think Avasarala softened up a little bit? What do you mean? Well, doesn't Bobby come to her and Bobby says, hey, you've gone soft pretty much? I think, I don't think it was so much that you've gone soft. I think it was more so it's like, yeah, life sucks. You need to stop feeling sorry for yourself and just right. figure it out. And you know what? I agree with her. <laughs> I mean, I figured, yeah. I mean, it's just Bobby was there, and she knew. I mean, because sometimes I have a hard time with this, like people going soft, because like 
how hard do you have to be before you realize that sometimes going the violent route isn't always going to work? Yeah, and I I understand. Okay, so there is a philosophy that even, like, the harshest of generals can, like, or just, like, the harshest of soldiers, even when they reach a certain age, they eventually, they get tired of being as harsh as they are, Uh for lack of a better phrase. Um, And I kind of agree. You know, I think she hit a certain age and she's like you know like she even brought up herself like i tortured a belt a belter right like in the very first episode we saw he he was hung up by hooks and the 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 little weight of gravity was crushing him and i i tortured him to get the information that i wanted and i did it because i could um and i think she's kind of at that age where she just doesn't want to do that anymore she knows she's wrong and she's just tired of it right She's just she she kind of wants it to be over. She took the position, but at the end of the series, she's like, "I just want to retire," yeah. like pretty much, like, and and I would too if I were her. Yeah, I mean, she had even she though, spent an entire life of politics. Her husband was killed directly by the act of Marco. I mean, but and she then now she's revenge. in space. Yeah, she did get her revenge. Um, okay, so there's one thing I want to talk about regarding Avastrala. Did you notice that it seemed like they were showing that she was sick, like she was taking that one. The injection that yeah. she took. And I there mean, were moments where it looked like she would look extra frail and a couple characters would comment is like, Wow, you look horrible. Like how how like in that day and age with all of that um technology, how do you get sick? I don't think it's necessarily about the getting sick. She's also old. And not just that, remember she didn't go out into space all that often. So her body's probably not used to the lack of gravity. And now she's in space all the time. Like, do you, if you yeah, remember, up until true. season like six, she pretty much only went to space once, and that was like momentarily. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that may, I mean that makes tons of sense. And you know, it, I guess you're right. It could be space. I mean, because that considered a thing, space sickness. I'm sure it could be right. Because I mean, think of it. They they don't get fresh air. Right. Right. It's all basically recycled air. And the only time they get any new air is when they visit the station, which is also imported and recycled air. Um, so I guess the the lack of, yeah. And then the there's also no windows on any of the shifts, so she doesn't get any sunlight, right? It's literally, all, you're walking around, like think of it today's t- day and age, you're walking around in a submarine all the time. That's true, yeah. And, you know, that... That that injection could have just been like a high concentration of vitamin. I don't remember what actually if they said what it was. Yeah, I don't think that they explained what it was. But yeah, it could. It, who knows? It could just be a bunch of vitamins, vitamin D, uh, vitamin C, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, we don't know. And again, like, and then also the stress of the war, right? Like she lost her husband, and uh, her husband was angry with her the time before. She had gone through a really stiff political race and whatnot. So all that stress that has to add up. Yeah, and she's older, so the main thing being said there is that, you know, she's getting closer to her time. Yeah. I hope not in real life. Do you think, yeah, (laughs) no, she's immortal in real life. Do you think uh, that she dies in the books then? If this is like they, I feel like they hinted at it so heavily. I feel like that means she does die in the books after the events of this book from the season. 
could very well have been possible. See, I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even try to look up any spoilers of that. Yeah, thank God. Um, lucky you. Yeah, lucky you for sure. But I I'm I, I would say I'm a ninety six percent sure she dies in the books. If by 96? nothing else, then by old age, yes. Fair. So, um, <clears throat> so d- drummer. Uh, there is a reason why Drummer is is a lot of people's favorite characters in the show, and it's these last like two to three seasons. Why is seeing that? her going from the fanatical Belter um, zealot, basically, not want to say zealot, but just like a fanatical uh, Belter soldier, to like she's still hundred percent wholly dedicated to the belt and still kind of hates the inners, but. She doesn't hate the inners blindly. She just kind of has a deeper understanding that there's just because the inners are bad does not mean we are good. Right, right. So there's um, not like a a duality there. There's a there. It's an equally balanced scale. Yeah, we all suck. <laughs> that too. Uh, so I think that because of that, um. And then not just that, her whole performance, right? I, and the actress just did a phenomenal job. And and like she went she went from working for Fred Johnson, she loses Clay Ashford, then she gets a crew of her own, and they're literally just flying around, just living their best life, right? Like they don't answer to any government. They're just salvaging what they can. They're saving um they're saving victims from pirates and then getting payment from them and whatnot. So they're just living their best life. Right. And then she makes a decision out of her own emotional compass. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, two of the members of her family leaves. One of them is executed by Marco. Another one, Michio, right? She's not mm-hmm. she's not cut off for war, so she she's going to be dropped off. And then another one, Joseph, he gets an arm cut off. Yeah, I saw that. And then, then the tech didn't work on him. Yeah. And if you look, uh, like, I think at one point you see that she's in a ship with surrounded by just soldiers, mm-hmm. but none of her family. Like, yeah, she yeah. has lost everything to this war. Pretty much everyone and everything. Yes. She lost Fred Johnson, Clay Ashford, who were basically like father figures to her. And then she lost her entire family that she created herself. And right. I loved that line. Loved it so much. It, it didn't stick out to me so far, so much the first time, but it stuck out to me this time. I love the line where she said, I did not love you because you guys were soldiers. I loved you because you were builders. Yep. Oh, Bam. man. Good. The goosebumps I'm getting right now. <laughs> it's Sorry. taking it all in. Yeah, the the goosebumps I got whenever she said those lines, and just even now when I'm recalling it, it's just it's amazing. Um, I agree, and love. you know, I I I hate that her character had to go through all that, but then again, like that character was probably one of my top favorite characters. Drummer was okay. So now that we finished the show, can you give me top three favorite characters? Yeah, yeah, I can. Amos, Ava, and Drummer. Ooh, okay. For me, it's Amos, Alasarella, and Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. But Drummer is honestly a good, um, like runner-up. Yeah, she, like <laughs> on a, on a, depending on the day, it could easily drop Bobby in for in favor of a uh, Drummer. And 
yeah, I mean, she was just a phenomenal character through and through. Um, the assault on the ring at the on Medina Station. Oh, that was crazy. Was beautiful. I uh, agree. Using the crates as like distraction, like where I just throwing a bunch of crates, and then they lost way more than they anticipated. Mm-hmm. And they were gonna. Pl- they were planning on using their uh, the rail guns, but then they ended up having to destroy the rail guns. Or the rail guns. Oh man! And then that um, that that scene. Like I thought the uh, when I was watching or viewing it, I I thought they were gonna blow up the whole ring world right there. I thought that was just gonna be. I thought that was gonna be kaput. You know what I mean? Like something that just. I was like, man, are they doing this? But yeah, no, I agree. And it was okay. Also, um, we need to talk about that one guy. That the friend of Philip, who was put in the brig. Which, by the way, Philip should have ran away with him when he ran off from the ship. He, I, I hope that he took him with him. But anyways, got out of there quick or something. Yeah, that guy. He, um, he had planted the bombs on Ceres that killed his own brother. Yeah, that's that's terrible. So I, when I was watching this, right, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so. And I'm like, when he's saying it's his fault, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, he, he's saying it's his fault because he's in line with Marco and Aro. So, and then he says, he drops a bomb. I'm like, no, it's literally my fault. I planted the bombs on series, and I thought we were going to kill only the Earthers. And I was like, oh, I completely forgot about that. That's a little flipped. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. flipped that one. And this, again, this show does, this is not like, <laughs> it's going to sound really bad here. A lot of anime does this where they like try and show that war is bad, but then they were also like that's a message that they're sending, but then it's it's kind of not I don't know if true is the right word. They say the war is bad, but then they also show all the cool fighting scenes. So you as a kid you're like, Okay, you're telling me war is bad, but here it is, you're showing me how glorious and cool war is. Right. The expanse is not like that. Right. There's and- nothing <clears throat> glorious about this. It's dirty. It's filthy. It's disgusting. It's scary and it takes everything from you. Yep. And it always will. There's no no stopping it. Yeah. And I, I um like Seeing Naomi's face, like she's about to cry because she knows she's going to destroy the Pella. Yeah. And then when she presses that button and she just screams, oh my God, it was such a powerful scene because it was, you couldn't hear the scream, which made ah, so, so good. I loved, 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 loved uh, this scene so much. And I remember when I watched it the first time, and I was like, "Man, Philip's dead," but then it cuts Oops. back to the um, before the Pella got there that he actually escaped. Which is which is something that I, <clears throat> again, that's another thing I didn't see happening. I thought he was going to die. I thought that was death for that guy. I mean, uh, yeah, the whole the whole time I thought he was just going to get roasted. I agree. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was the battle that they had when they had the three strike groups, right? And they were attacking uh-huh. Marco's fleet. Uh-huh. They they went after what they thought were the drive signatures that matched the Pella. But, I mean, dude, Marco is just, as a tactician especially, I don't think as a tactician he's very good. 
but in this moment, his tactics were very were brilliant. Um, yeah. The way he uh, just covered up the ships, you know, to disguise the Pella, mm-hmm. it's just a regular freighter. And that one golden bow captain. Yeah, I don't know if I like the golden bow. Yeah, but in that moment, he kind of redeemed himself, right? <laughs> Everybody's always redeeming themselves. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy who said, uh, for any of you who don't remember, he was the one who said that Marco's threatened by me sexually. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And then he, like, you know, rides off to... to Wherever. <laughs> no, he, uh, he went in Kamikaze into the Pella. Well, I know that, but I'm saying... He, that scene was awesome because that's when he was talking to drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved how I what. Okay, so the final words that he says is "Tenya Wacheshkunt," which translates to which is Belter for good hunting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they have like a breakdown of their language. I'm sure there's some nerd out there, and I use the word "nerd" as a badge of honor, by the way, for any of you that got triggered there. Um, there is some nerd out there, I'm sure, who has gone through and... Aha, I found it. There is? Oh, my God. Belter Creole. Belter Creole. Also referred to as the Central language. Pomane. <laughs> What's up, Pomane? Yeah, boss man. Boss man. Anyway, sorry. I just I think that super language is super cool to me. And... That um, even though I only know one, well, <laughs> I know one and a half, but it's one of those things that like, you know what? I know I know one and two halves. They don't equal full because they're not the same length. But anyway, they don't yeah. equal full because well, I, okay. I know a little bit of some and a little bit of another. I can get by, but got anyways. it. Okay, no, um, I mean, that's fair. But yeah, no that that whole the final battles, uh, they're very well done. Um, Especially for the scale that they have to perpetuate to the audience on how massive scale and how like one PDC bullet could literally take you out. Right? Yeah. Oh, what was it? Um, when drummers, like one, yeah, when the his when her ship got hit and it tore a hole, like that dude's face was. Did Gone. you see his face? Yeah. <laughs> Go, like forget that dog tags. I don't think you can find dog tags. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I enjoyed the series. It was it was a good watch. Like, and it's just crazy how like now that I've finally watched the full series, that I'd rather watch it. Ag- I'd rather I'd rather be at this point wanting to watch it again, <laughs> so I can actually pick up on the stuff that's going on, and I'm not so worried about. F- Figuring out the main characters and all that stuff. I know the main characters now, but now I can start picking up on the little details I didn't pick up before. <clears throat> no, I agree. Um, how soon do you think you're gonna start it up again? Oh, geez, I don't know. I gotta probably. I'll probably have to watch an episode because, like, me and my wife lay in bed when I come home or when mm-hmm. I'm home in the evenings, and we usually lay there for about an hour before I'm like mouth open, eyes open, asleep. I sleep with my eyes open, by the way. What? Yes, yes, no. Your wife has shown me a picture in there, man. Yeah, I see my eyes open. So, you know, that... I'll have to get an episode in before I fall asleep every night. So, I mean, I think I'll probably rewatch it as something in the background and 
probably rewatch it a few times just mm-hmm. as something in the background because we're always looking for a new show. And if I just put that on in the background, maybe maybe my wife will watch it. So it'll, <laughs> so maybe it'll be, you know, it could be our thing and she could see the series. So, you know, I, I'm hoping I can at least get our podcast TV show, the new one, which we'll eventually talk about, and um, this one in at the same time, hopefully before the middle of the year. That's at least my goal. Got it. Okay, so since you brought it up, let's go ahead and discuss it. Um, the next show that we want that we want to cover, right? We're going to get, stick to the theme of sci-fi and fantasy because, after all, that's kind of the whole point. I mean, <laughs> maybe we might get to a point when we kind of get loose for the term of fantasy and sci-fi. I mean, like technically, Walking Dead is sci-fi, right? Okay, we're not watching. I'm not. I'm no, not watching. Don't even Walking say Dead. that word. Don't I'm even not. Say that. Don't, I'm just don't even say it. okay. That's like Lord Voldemort. <laughs> don't say that because I would rather watch. I'd rather watch Friends and talk about it than watch. Ooh, dude, really? they totally, they totally screwed up The Walking Dead, and I'm so upset. As soon as they killed Shane, I was done there. I watched two more seasons, and I'm like, and then I watched a few more seasons, and then they can never. Yeah, just whatever. No, mad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I I actually liked it even past Shane's uh, whole death thing, but I do agree that it was like, it's like man, they they really didn't. Uh... I would rewatch it for the betterment of the world for this podcast, but I will not rewatch it on my own. <laughs> That's kind of funny. For the betterment of the world, the podcast. Yeah, we're we're providing a serious uh, service to the world. Yes. But, um, so what we have out there, we can watch, and I've actually heard this is good. Star Trek Picard, which leads into Star Trek New World, Strange New Worlds, which I hear Strange New Worlds is really good. Um, or we can watch Battlestar Galactica. Okay. If this, I watch, if I watch Star Trek, my dad might love me more because that's what he grew up on. I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> Dad was a Star Trek fan, so like if I had to go between Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek, and there was no other option, we could watch also Avatar: Last Airbender if you want. Oh man, I love Avatar: The Last Airbender. I know it's my favorite TV show of all time. The only reason I wanted to go Star um, Star Trek or Battlestar is because it's a show that neither of us have seen, so we're like hundred percent blind. Yeah, and as far as that goes, Star Trek. I would go with Star Trek over Battlestar Galactica. Okay, so let's go ahead and do that then. We'll, um, oh, God, where do I find this to watch? I think it's on Paramount. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. You'll provide it for me. I know it. <laughs> yeah. Life. Uh, What's the actual? Is it just Star Trek, the TV show? Star Trek Picard. Um, That's what it's called. Let's see. Stop it. Star Trek opening episode one. All right. Oh, so I mean, the graphics are total poo. Oh yeah, no, it's new. Star oh, Trek okay. Picard was okay. in twenty twenty. Hey, I don't know, man. No, 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 no. You're good. You're this good. Is, the Star Trek series is new to me, which is crazy because like people are like, "What? You never seen Star Trek?" Oh, this honestly, I. I like I, I know that a lot of the older fans will not agree with me, but who cares? This is my show. Um, oh, the guy from X Men is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's actually he was in the originals, like the old old ones. 
I don't know if oh, you knew that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Wow, this would be super cool to watch, I think. Now that I thought we were going to watch the old, but there's only movies. Is there a TV? Yeah, there's a TV show. Yeah, there's the old, but yeah. So. Okay, so I, I'm down with that. I'm down to clown. Down to clown? All right. Sounds good. So let's see. So that means we'd have to cover a certain amount of episodes. Actually, I think that. So. Yeah, so if we st- so if we're gonna start with Star Trek Picard, which is ten episodes, seasons. uh, it's three seasons. It looks like it. I know. Uh, Strange New World only has one. Oh, that's fine. We can couple it all into yeah. one if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I'm just saying that Star Trek Picard. I'm just trying to see how many season three is not out yet. Okay. Well, this is weird. Hold on. We're gonna figure this out because I thought I thought Picard leads into Strange New Worlds, but it doesn't. It looks like it premieres. Man, this would be cool if we could kind of catch up and we can catch up like middle of the way through the season or almost closer to the end of season three. We'd be done with it because it's gonna finish by April twentieth. Yeah, so that leaves us three three months to catch up to season three. And shoot, I mean. So that's we do the two every. We did three episodes. Two, or we'd be there by the at the end of April. We'd be getting close to season three. So that would at the be. end of April, yeah. So we'd probably break it up if it's ten episodes. We'd probably break it up in a three-four-three format where we start with three episodes, then watch four, then three. Yeah, yeah. So that would put us at. Um, weeks so it's two weeks per episode three three four so that's one season in a month and a half so in three months we'll have two seasons done and that'd almost be perfect oh i think i might have been wrong i think it's actually star trek discovery that leads into uh strange new worlds i'm sorry and star trek discovery has like four seasons but it's like Two of the season, season two is what leads into it. Okay, I'm cool is, with that. This is this is getting confusing now. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm okay with that. That sound that doesn't sound bad to me, really. And episode uh, season one has fifteen episodes. Holy God! Holy moly! Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that. That's. That sounds good to me. I mean, either if we watch Picard or we watch Discovery, I mean, either or would be fine. Would yep. We will we will continue hashing this out. Um, but for now, we'll leave it at Star Trek. God, I can't even tell anymore. We'll we'll continue hashing it out. We'll tweet out what it is that we're gonna do, and then hopefully we'll have something for you because we're not going to post the next episode for TV shows for another two weeks anyway. So we'll hash it out. Uh, but anyways, back to the expanse thing. I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, it is, like I've said several times, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. <clears throat> it's the longest TV show that we've covered on this podcast. So far. So far. But. Cause I'm telling you after this next one, we do need to do avatar. Do you want to just start covering Avatar now? I don't rather know, than, man. Rather I than just, go through 
it would just be something that I could probably like. Even if we cover, if we covered like a whole season, I could binge a whole season in a week, two weeks. We could break it off into half seasons, like watch I mean, ten episodes, because it's not a whole lot. Let's see how many. I need to figure out how many seasons. I can't remember how many seasons. There's three seasons technically, and each has about twenty episodes. Because what is it? Water, Earth, Fire. Earth, fire, water. No, earth, water, fire. earth, fire. Water, yeah. Dude, we could cover that pretty quick and then move on to Star Trek. Give it a give a break from space and go uh, watch anime, or we can yeah. do... So you want to do that then? Just do Avatar The Starbenders until we figure out for sure what it is we want to do with Star Trek, if we end up even doing Star Trek. I mean, I would actually like to watch Star Trek next. Uh, not next, but if we wa- if we do Avatar, I'd rather do that than Star Trek. And if we how about do this? Star Trek, I'll throw the ball in your court, and you you decide decide now. Do we want to do Star Trek, whichever one of the three shows it is first, or do we want to do Avatar? If we do Star Trek, we had to do it all in a row. So let's do Avatar, then do all of Star Trek. Okay, that sounds good. All right, then. So you guys heard it here now. Then we are doing Avatar: Last Airbender season one. Episodes one through ten, and then yeah. yeah, we'll go from there. So that means it'll take us what, like, it'll take us six episodes to finish, give or take. So yeah, so five episodes, five episodes. Okay. All right. Well, that about covers it from us for this episode, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you.